0: about um, the UN one that's if I tell you the story and I will um, at the ending of this podcast right it's going to be one of the best um, stories you have ever heard okay. and it is something it is something I decided to do and I believe it's one of the things I achieved by myself which I'm so excited about right but i um, the UN thing everyone sees the UN thing mm. you know like you mentioned like um, the UN building like you see the logo and then you see me standing there. Like that's amazing, but the story behind it is it was more than the UN. Right. You know, it's, it's more than the UN, but I'll tell you um, that story because that was what my TEDx was based on about. Okay. Like getting from where I was to, you know, like to the UN. To the UN. Yes.
1: So that's connected to your TEDx, just so you understands. It's everybody to my TEDx. All right. So we just save that for the end. So, everyone has to be patient until we get there. Most definitely. We get at, at the end. Most definitely. All right. Hey, never, never forget to introduce you and then Bakawi in the house today as well, right? Good I'm here, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, dude. Uh, Bakawi, tell us, how was your week, brother? Wow, my work was pretty good, actually.
0: Yeah? yeah. I did a lot of fantastic work. Like, I just published my blog recently and people loved it. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, he publishes like a like he publishes blogs like every week, man. Bakari, I watch your uh, like I read your blogs too, man. <laughs> I
1: read your blogs
0: too, bro. All right, so for anyone who's you listening, from you too. that's amazing. Cheers, man.
1: Anyone who's listening here, you know, Bakari has a blog that he writes to, so make sure you subscribe to that or you go check it out and see what that's all about. All right, so today we have a very special guest here, man. This guy here, I, I've got to tell you guys, I've got to start with this story, right? Before I even started doing this, it was not I knew someone who had done something that's very similar to this, right? And it was this guy here. So I reached out to him, and I'm like, dude, how did you get started with this? And the answer he gave me was actually shocking. I was shocked by what he said. He looked at me and said, I started from scratch like everyone else, man. I asked, did you use professional equipment to make your videos, your camera? It, he's like, nope, just use your phone, bro. And I just followed his advice, and here we are. And now, him being my special guest for today, I've got to say, look, it's like meeting your hero, and he's right there with you. And you know some guy, someone who's inspired you to do what you want to do? When you're sitting right next to them, it just feels unreal. It feels like it's a different experience. And I love this guy, man. I love this guy for the way you know what we connected see you guys probably don't see this you can't see this through the camera but the way i connected with this guy it was more like it was something that happened in my mind i'm like i know this guy but it Tell was all in my mind you want to know something man
0: right. like from the way you're making me sound it's like i need to meet this guy too
1: man <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. he all started in my mind i'm like i felt in my mind i know this guy but we had actually not met I just started seeing him on Facebook and liking all his stuff, his content. I'm like, this guy is doing great. He's going to get somewhere soon. And here he is. And look, today the platform is all yours. Today,
0: you know, from different backgrounds and just to share his story and inspire individuals to see life from a different perspective or at the same time inspire other people who could relate to their stories. For example, you know, when you got in contact with me, and then you were like, you have this amazing idea of doing something, you don't know what it was, but you want to do something, When you know, like videos and recording, and, and you were like, you told me you didn't have the professional equipment. And look at where we are now. You know, you have the mic, you have the laptops. It's so amazing, you have the camera, but I want to tell you something. Uh, When I was getting started right, and I didn't tell you this, I told you I'm going to save this for the podcast, you don't know this, a lot of people, almost everyone watching this, they don't know this as well. Like when I first started on what I was doing, right, Mm. I started it in my bathroom. Wow. My first first video I made, Bakari. my first video I made, I uploaded it on YouTube, Mm. I made it in my bathroom. Oh man. And I'll tell you why, because I was like, I just wanted to do something, anything. Mm. You know, I just wanted to do like I wanted to do something, and and at the same time I wanted to inspire my little siblings to believe that dream was possible because now my two big brothers they were not at home. I right. moved interstate. I was left as the eldest, and I've never been the eldest before. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be, like I just wanted to inspire my little siblings, and what I did was um, I started looking through my parents' drawers, you know, in the garage, in the drawer, and then what I did was I ended up finding a camera which we bought when we first came to australia yeah yeah, well, yeah it, it, I, I found a camera but the camera had been in the drawer for more than six years because oh, wow. the quality sucked oh wow we didn't want to use it <coughs> but i found a camera yeah and then i was like you know what forget it i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do something with it i went to um, the local like technology shop okay. i had a couple of dollars with me and I ended up buying a two SD card for the camera mm. and also bought a battery, plug it in, turn it on, the camera, it turned on. Oh, wow. But the quality was so bad, you can't see me in it, you know, I'm a dark person. Like you, you put on the camera, you can't see me in it. Oh, right. And so what, um, my little brother and I, because um, I asked my brother to be you know, the cameraman mm. and he had, a, he, he had flu, mm. he's like, can we just do it another day? I'm like, no, we need to get started. That's what the video was it's like, if you have a dream, get started. And what my little brother and I did, we started brainstorming and then we were like, we got it. Our bathroom. Right. The reason being, our bathroom had two light switches. The first one was yeah. for the normal light. Oh, wow. The second one was for the heater light. Ouch. We needed we need professional lighting. <laughs> we went in the bathroom, we turned on the heater light, it beamed the whole room up. <laughs> In the, you know, and and the video was going to be two minutes. Mm. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I just wanted to do something. At the same time, at the same time, here we were in the bathroom. My little brother mm. was sitting in the sink, like this, like on his back on the mirror, like recording the video. He's like sick. Oh. And at the same time, I have a big family. You can mm. imagine. Outside the bathroom, the kids are running around here and there. mommy's is screaming at this kid, at this one, and it's like the noise. The noise is so much. But we were like you know what we need to get started. Mm. Not, not a lot of people know this. Yeah. No one no, knows we had to get started. We the video was gonna be two minutes, mm. but we stood we like we stayed in the bathroom for more than one and a half hours mm. just trying to record that two minute video. Wow. The the heater light, if you look at it, it will mess your eye up. I know. That thing like standing there, like staying there for two hours, mm. that's a nightmare. But now see, that's why, like I'm, I told you, like when I first walked in here, mm. like seeing I was so excited seeing everything happen. You know, like you have oh. you have all of the equipment and you're making mm. it. I'm proud of you, man.
1: All oh, right, thank you. No, but just going off before we get off that topic, right? Mm-hmm. What would be your message to someone who's struggling, someone who has a dream, right? We have so many different people. You might have someone who has a dream who say, "Okay, I want to do this." Mm. But they just don't know how to get started. They don't know how to get started. This, suppose for me, my biggest fear was I wanted to build a business from scratch. Mm. I just didn't know how to get started. How, what message would you give to someone who doesn't know how to get started?
0: My first message is people will love you more if you start from the bottom.
1: Right. That's very deep. That's very deep, uh, That's, that's honesty. Yeah.
0: Look, you know, um, you said you, you, you know, like, um, I inspire you and in all of these kind of things, right? Yeah. That was before you knew the fact that I started in the bathroom. But now you know this, it's like, wow, it's like, it's a different vibration. It's like, it's, it comes to another level, it's like, wow, this guy actually started... It's like, you like me more because of that. You know? Exactly. You like me more because of that. Yeah. Like, people will literally love you more mm. if you started from the bottom. And the other thing is that, um, if you started from the bottom, right, and you and tell yourself you don't know what to do, but you actually study from the bottom, it means you can relate to like almost every single individual in the whole world. Wow. If I go back to Africa, like <clears throat> yeah. every country in the in the world, they probably, they probably have probably has a bathroom, you know. Yeah. Every kid probably has a bathroom. Mm. Like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, like these guys they study in the garage. Like some kids don't have a garage. But if you tell like if you tell them, oh, this kid study in the bathroom, mm. that's a different thing. It's like uh, I can relate to them. If, look, I'm telling you, like the first thing you mentioned was I went to the U. S. Right. But, you go back, now I started from the bathroom.
1: You started from the bathroom?
0: I went to the U. S. Ended up at the U.L. I'm a, I'm a kid who was born in a refugee in Uganda. Wow. I came to Australia in 2007, I couldn't speak English. Mm. You know, I didn't fit into school, like, because of my complexion, like, I got bullied, like, and, and at the same time. You know i developed the characteristic of the bully so instead of being bullied i went like i'm like enough is enough i started fighting and in return, yeah i got sent away from my school for fighting i fractured my arm mm. you know i had to get a cast the kid you know he had to get a surgery on his eye i got sent away from my school for fighting wow and now if i tell you this like if someone was being was bullied before yeah like sometimes well, like um, sometimes the good is the bad and, and the bad is the good. So when I was bullied, there was something bad at that time. But now because I can actually mm. say my story with other individuals and change their life with it, it's something good. So, sometimes the bad is the good and the good is the bad. If I didn't get bullied, that would have been good in that instance, mm. but it wouldn't benefit me like right now because I wouldn't be able to change someone's life with it. Oh, wow. That's my message to someone who's getting started. So, the I, first one yeah. is make sure so, you know like people like make sure so you just get started because people will love you more if you start from the bottom. The second one is you'll be able to change more lives and you'll be able to relate to more individuals. Doesn't matter what it is. So now just going
1: off from what you said, you came from Uganda Kampala refugee camp. Mm-hmm. From a refugee camp? Yes. And then you went to uni. Did you finish have you graduated just yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So um, what what happened is the other thing is I love jobs.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, when, you know because I'm I'm a kid who, who used to, you know, like get into a lot of trouble. Mm. And in Veten I got sent away from my school, the following school which I went to, yeah. They started taking us to um you like explore UD days to see how life and university was like. Mm. They're telling us, you know, this building is $3 million. Mm. This is like the biggest digital screen in the world. Yeah. You know, this is the old government house. Mm. Like a kid like me, that thing doesn't motivate me. But when we went to the law faculty and then uh, in the law library, I saw this a mm. lot of articles. And that day I got home, I threw my back on my bed, I ran up to my mom. I was like, Mom, when I finish high school, I'm going to study law at TUT. Now I'm in my third year of law. Wow. In a double degree of learning business. Follow your dream, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> what well, you did follow your dreams, bro. <laughs> <laughs> definitely did. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's how you ended up at uni. That's how I ended up at uni. How I uni. Yeah, see. I mean, your, your story is really interesting because, I mean, most people get the inspiration from different, I mean, perspective of how they perceive, I mean, the life at uni or what, but you, yours is different. No, but actually, to a certain extent, it's not different. Sometimes yeah. what people tend to do is they tend to cover in you know, as well. Yeah. You know, like, they tend to cover their, you know, like, their reasoning for going there. For example, when people ask me why, you know, I'm studying law, right? Mm. Man, I can sound so smart. <laughs> I can use the big word, the big English word. Of course. I can be like, you know, I believe, being a minority in a society mm. like Australia, I believe, you know, understanding my legal rights is a fundamental, you know, like, it's my fundamental right, and at the same time, it's like, I cannot just, it cannot just benefit my life, but my family, my my brother, like, I can do that, you know, like, being, being honest, like, Lord, I believe, if you're a minority in a country like this, Mm -hmm. you need to know your rights, because in a second like this, something can happen, you're gone, you know, and some of us, we can't afford a lawyer, like, that's honesty, if I'm not the law, I can be, I can best I can benefit my, my family. You know, mm. if something happens to you, if something happens to you. Uh, I can I can be like, whoa, you know, this is in here, you know, negligence, like established duty, you know, like duty of care. I can I can list those things. But uh, like it's it's like it's a balance. Yes, it benefits me, but at the same time, I love girls too, so it's like you know, it's a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation. I've gotta be honest with
1: you. Most guys, if they were to come here, Mm-hmm. they wouldn't be that authentic. And the level of authenticity that it takes for you to actually come up and say that mm-hmm. and make sure that is, you actually made that point because I knew if I had some other guys, they might be just trying to cover that fact. They might give you some bullshit excuse and tell you, you know what, I went to uni because I just wanted to be a lawyer, save the needle knives. Mm-hmm. But you just gave it a raw, No sugar sugarcoating. I
0: have to. Like, we've been covering things up for too long, man. Right. Yeah. Like, sometimes, sometimes, look, I went, I got invited to go back to my school to speak um, about three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, and the interesting thing was in school, I talked too much, man. <laughs> like, my teachers, they could never get me to shut up. Oh like, no. they knew me, they knew that if they moved me from my side, from John to the other side, where said it. Mm. like, I'll be talking because I knew and, and I interacted with everyone. Right. And so, um, like, they told me like they would pay me to shut up i'm like sir do you know how to make a million dollars like no i'm like one thousand times one thousand is a million if you pay me one thousand dollars every time i shut up for one thousand times i'll become a millionaire could you just cook, could you please be quiet you know <laughs> and then the interesting thing was um before i went to the UN, right i got invited to go back to speak at my school and after i finished some um, everyone gave me a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. and when i went to the back of the room the teacher that told me i talked too much came up to me looked me in the eye and he was like doko you still talk too much <laughs> me, being, no, me being tiki i was like i know but i'm getting paid now
1: <laughs> jesus christ you're getting paid to talk that's just the next level <laughs>
0: mm. but i'm um, going back to um, your question about authenticity mm. when i went back to school um, to speak to school in my school mm. three weeks ago yeah they asked me um, what motivated me i was honest and some of the kids they were like, Wow, that's true actually. And now they're thinking of going to uni because of that. And you don't know, maybe like you will not just uni will not just change that life, but it will change their family's life too. Sometimes authenticity is the key, man.
1: Well, I know the amount of impact that uni can have on uh, on someone, that's just tremendous. Yeah. But you being able to inspire kids with your story. Just being that authentic and inspiring kids, that's just amazing. <laughs> it's more like a gift, you know. <laughs> See, but I was talking to my friend just the other day, and he came up to me that you even shared with us.
0: Give, give you one of my best stories. Uh, another happened. good
1: story, another great story that you want to share with us today.
0: Another great story. Mm. You know what? We can answer. I'm getting too excited. I'm going to tell you guys about um, about um, the UN. Right. I'm gonna, and then we can continue on, there may be other questions which we'll ask, but I'll tell you, okay? Yeah. Okay. So, B- Bakari, can you give my phone? It's, on, it's down there. No so back in So, um, back in 2015, right. on the 2nd of May, mm-hmm. what I decided to do was, um, I was, you know, there are moments, right? When yeah. you get sick and tired of something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, you just you just have enough, you, you just had enough. And so, what I decided to do on the 2nd of May 2015. 15, right, was I was watching um, a video of Eric Thomas. You guys know Eric Thomas, yeah. And in that video, he was speaking to a group of Witch Witch franchises. And Witch Witch is a a sandwich company Mm. that sells sandwiches. And the only place where you can find a Witch Witch is in the United States of America. This was on the 2nd of May 2015. Mm -hmm. I watched the video, I told myself, you know what, I don't care what happens. A year from now, on the 2nd of May 2016, I have to eat a witch-witch sandwich. If it means I have to buy a plane ticket to fly from Australia to go to the U.S. <coughs> excuse me. If I have to buy a plane ticket to fly from Australia to the U.S. just to eat a sandwich, I'm going to achieve my dream. And what are did here, right? Wow. <coughs> You can see on the May 2nd, 2015, I told myself, I wrote right. it down either a which waste by 2nd May, 2016. Wow. You see that? And then I told myself I was going to do three things every single day mm. until I achieved that dream. Okay. The first thing I told myself was that I was going to have sour with cold water every single day until I eat a sandwich. Okay. The second thing I told myself was that I was going to write down reflective words. Like, Look at this. I was going to write down, like, reflective words every single day, right? Until I ate that sandwich to describe the day. Oh, wow. Look, Bakari. Wow, that's amazing. Every, si- <laughs> every single day to describe that until I achieved that dream. Mm. And the third thing I told myself was that, you can put it back, was that I wasn't going to listen to any um, music. Instead, I was going to listen to audios, motivational audios, and, like, audio books until I achieved my dream of eating the sandwich. Oh, wow. Look at how crazy
1: that is. Yeah, it sounds crazy to some people, but just to eat a sandwich, just so it's just so understand. So that's where it started. So how did you actually end up getting there? Actually, right.
0: So when I made that, <clears throat> the following day and onwards, mm. I started having shower with cold water. The, the, like um, my, my only mistake was I started having so in, in, in record at the beginning of winter. so there was a nightmare Ouch! I started writing down the reflective words mm. and I downloaded a lot of oh, um, audiobooks, motivational audios on my you know, on my c- computer, on my phone. Now you know I'm, I'm like this is something no one needs to know this about me. Mm. I have to I, I want to prove something to myself. I just want to eat a sandwich. And then as the days went, I started writing down the reflective words to describe the day. The first day was commitment. And then the second day was awareness. It continued to describe the day and as, as it continued, I also started thinking of different ideas of things I could do to to make money mm-hmm. so I can go and eat a sandwich. Right. So I can get money and eat and the sandwich. And Bakari, I know you do on um, computer science. <laughs> yeah. The first idea that came in my mind was to develop an app. You know, to develop an app to manage your security. And I'm like, yes, this is gonna be amazing. You know, like. And but as you know, like programming, that's that's a nightmare. And then I realized I can't program apps. <clears throat> the second thing I told, like I don't know if it was the second thing, but the other thing I told myself was. Why don't I become a model? You know, I'm like, I work I have a good body. <laughs> right. You know, and then somehow I make money and then fly to the U.S. In a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I realized I was too sad. I can't become a model. Right. Why don't I go into agriculture? Uh, those two broad, it's like, where, where are you going to start, dude? Do you have a big farm? Like, what is... No. Why don't I write a book? <laughs> My English is... I can't write anything oh, wow i can't write anything and then and then another one was um well what what do you become why don't you become a speaker i'm like yeah i do talk too much but no people like teachers everyone's telling me they'll pay me to shut up and and at the same time i have a hard speech impediment mm. you know um, i changed you know i changed my name um, but when everyone call me Fred. Mm you know like um, this 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 is a reason why i changed my name is mainly because i wanted to honor my you know my family in the sense that um because my family calls me Doku at home oh wow like growing up my family calls me Doku, to and touching on the topic of authenticity mm. when i go out in the world everyone calls me friend mm-hmm. so we would boys. he said i'm um, calling this term called double consciousness mm. where it's like you have two concepts like at home i would go when i'm uh, here i'm friend. it's like i have two you know, like our uh, identities. Mm-hmm. So I have to, you know, and with what I do, I need to become one. So I decided to, you know, give everyone that privilege, which my family had. Because if my family is called it's obviously I value that more than Fred. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give this privilege to my family, you no, know, to everyone in the world, so they can call me doku But um, when everyone come, when everyone needs to call me Fred, I had a speech impediment. I couldn't see the letter F probably so whenever I was saying my name, it would sound Fueh. it would sound like a W. It's like, every, like I had a speech impediment, so I'm like, no, like, I'm not gonna become a speaker, no. And then I just, but I needed to do something, anything, so I can go and eat this sandwich. Because I was having with cold water every single day, like that's, you don't know how, come on man, especially in winter, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Then I was like, you know what, back in school, my teachers told me they would pay me to sign up. Mm. I never listened to them. Forget it, I'm going to go become a speaker. Right. You know? And at the same time, I wanted to do something and inspire my little siblings. And that, was, that seemed like to be the best way. And from there, like your mentioned to you, is like, where do I start? That's the hardest challenge. But I knew I needed to get started, like anything, everywhere. I just needed to get started. And that's when I started looking for the camera. I found it in my parents' drawer. Oh, wow. And, you know, we started, we recorded, We recorded the first video in the bathroom. Mm. And then the other thing I realized after we made the first video, and I uploaded it, was that my, my phone camera was actually better than the camera. <laughs> <laughs> And from from there on I told myself I was going to um, continue making the videos every single, like I'm gonna make video and I've done that every single week no every single fortnight mm. you know like in, in two weeks just one video with two minutes because that's at least I can do something like that you know 14 days you I can have time to record a two minute video I need to get started anywhere you know and so I started making the videos um, every second week, and it's, I told you, it's like, wait, let me, because I'm starting from the bottom, mm. and in my mind's eye, I, I knew that I was I'm gonna achieve something in my life. I don't care what happens. If I'm having trouble with cold water, you can imagine the mental toughness of just believing yourself. It's like, I don't care what, I'm gonna be big one day. And I wanted to record my journey. I started recording the videos. And then when I started recording the videos, and then I made a LinkedIn profile, and this and that and that. And one thing which happened was I ended up getting invited by the Inventarian Affairs to, to present my university in Hong Kong. At a Inventarian, at an a university, a Symposium. And when I went there, it was, soon, it was my first time traveling internationally by myself. Like my hotel was my flight was covered was so beautiful and these people were so amazing and it's like I had a taste. Wow. And then when I told these guys about my dream, they mm-hmm. were like yes, you know, continue doing it. They were so supportive of me. When I came back, I'm like, you know what? I have a support network and then I continued working and from there Eric Thomas came to Australia. I saw him. He was amazing. I was buzzing afterwards. I told him, you know what? I'm going to overtake you. He said, I'm looking forward to it. He's like the, he's like the number one most best speaker in the world. It was just, it was, I started in the bathroom, man. I'm telling this guy, like, I'm going to overtake you. He said, he's looking forward to it. And I knew that I have to continue what I'm doing. Like, I bought a better equipment, I bought a tripod, I bought, you know, like, um, for better audio. I continue making the video, like, continue, 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 continue. And then from there, I also started going to a um, different. Like I'm um, leadership um, places to develop myself, to develop my skills because if I'm going to become a speaker yeah. I, I cannot get far with having a speech impediment. Mm. My, my knowledge is limited and the things that I talked about, like the things that I talked about everyone was telling me to shut up about it because it was useless, it was garbage. I can never shut up but I needed to talk about something but the things I was talking about, they were like I needed to change my mindset. Like, uh, continue listening to the audiobooks every single day, the cold shower, and then just continue making the videos. And at the starting of 2016, I ended up getting invited with a group of other university students to present to the university in Thailand. And when I went to Thailand, I was taking like time with the guys. I was like, sorry, somebody might control life, from, from Kapu, You know, they were like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Thai people will come and take pictures with me. I was like, <laughs> you know. And by that time, <coughs> in January, it, was, it, it had been about, it had been, I don't know, I think nine months. Mm. And I, I had only about five months left. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm doing my mathematics properly. But and I still haven't eaten the
1: sandwich. Right. So you all started with the sandwich. You all
0: started with the sandwich. Right. And
1: in you day, still haven't had your sandwich. I still haven't eaten the sandwich.
0: You can imagine like even in Thailand, in Hong Kong, I was having someone with cold water.
1: So you, ha- you continued with the cold water. I your continued with the.
0: I told myself, it doesn't matter what happened. Cold water. I went to Thailand. You want to know something, man? Hmm. The water there is so cold. It's like, you, oh my goodness. The water is like, it's, it's a nightmare, man. And we went, we lived in a village for a couple of days, for five days. And the blanket and you the window can't close properly. The air is so cold, like it comes under the blanket, it freezes your leg. And getting out getting out of the bed, that's a nightmare, but the thing is um, our homestead family, they didn't have a shower. So mm-hmm. what they would do is they'll go, they'll fetch water, and then there's a big bottle at the backyard. Mm-hmm. They put the water in it, and then that water will sit there overnight. In, a, in that battle, and then in the morning, oh, the weather will be so freezing cold, you can't heat it up. I had to have sour with cold water, man. When I came back to Australia, I started having sour with cold water again. I, that was a privilege for me because Australian cold water was a privilege. Oh, wow. But in Thailand, I still continue having sour with cold water. I still, I still continue you know, recording um, the reflection mm. and continue, continue listening to the audio books. And when I was coming back from Thailand to Kuala Lumpur to, um, for, for, my, um, for my connecting flight to Brisbane, mm. I did my research and then I found out that there was, um, there was a wait wait in Dubai. I was like, wait a minute, I thought it was only in America. Mm. There was one in Dubai. And then I'm like, you know, forget it. I'm in Kuala Lumpur, my connecting flight is in four hours. I don't care, I'm going on my phone, I'm buying a plane ticket, mm-hmm. I'm going to fly to Dubai, which is six hours away, mm-hmm. I'm going to get out, I'm going to eat that sandwich. And as I was booking my flight to Dubai, I'm like, wait a second. I need a visa to exit that airport. Even if I do get to Dubai, I can't get out of the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't eat that sandwich. Damn. Okay, Calm down the car. Take your flight back to Brisbane. I came back to Brisbane, I was desperate. I still haven't eaten the sandwich, I was desperate. It was coming to, it was coming to a year. Mm. And then when there, was 10, when there was 10 days left, I continued everything, when there was 10 days left, I was counting down the days, man, it was a nightmare. Like counting down the days, like on the 2nd of May, 2016 when I was supposed to achieve that dream, like counting it down, it was a nightmare. When the day came, I'm like, but I told myself, you know what, you need to make sure you continue doing it. Like, you can't give up now. If you have a dream, it's best to achieve it when you're supposed to achieve it. But when you can't achieve it when you're supposed to achieve it, it's better to do it later than never. Mm-hmm. I told myself I'm gonna continue having shower with the cold weather, mm-hmm. I'm gonna continue making the video, but now I can stop. I can stop um writing the reflective words down. Mm-hmm and at the same time I can I can listen to music now. Okay, so but there
1: have been a long time without music and you were just writing reflections. Mm. No music? No music. Just listening to audio books and?
0: motivational audios. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, like, if someone played music around me I'm, uh, it's not like I'll tell them to be uh, it was a personal decision for me not to play up music mm. you know yeah so well, I continued making the videos after the days I told myself I, need, I made the sandwich my screensaver. I made the sandwich my screensaver. Like every morning, like, I pick up my phone, I turn my phone on, it's the sandwich. The reminder. The reminder. I had, I had to achieve this dream. I had to achieve my goal. Hmm. You know? And as I continued making the videos, and because in Thailand, you know, I made the videos, it's like, wow guys international now mm. you know because look if you start doing something then next minute you're in another country it's like people will be like wait what, <laughs> what? and then I continue making the videos. There, it was it was so amazing and when I came back in Brisbane um, I did um, a couple of talks and I had individuals recording. them and when it was recorded it's like, it's like wow he's talking to audiences now he's making progress and one of um, the organizers I met in Hong Kong for the event, because I connected with almost everyone. Mm. Yeah, and then he saw what I was doing. He asked me to um, record a testimonial about my experience in Hong Kong. I made a video, and and I ended up um, checking out what he did, and I found out he was a past um, speaker at a youth as- uh, at a youth assembly um, at the um, at the United Nations headquarters. And then I asked him about it. He's like, yeah, I can, co- actually, this would be amazing. I saw what you've been doing. You're young people everywhere and around the world. I'm like, around the world? Like, I didn't tell him that. I'm like, yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, um, "Um, actually, apply here. And then I'll get in contact with um, someone. And then I'll we'll see what we can do. Long story short, I applied. I, my application got accepted. And it got accepted on the 15th of, of June. Mm. Which was on my little brother's birthday, wow. and and by the thirtieth of June, I had to cover um, I had to cover um, the cost, and also my flight, which was in total about six thousand dollars. So I had 15, 15 days to um, come up with six thousand dollars. I'm like, and I, but but it, but on my phone was the sandwich, you know I need I need to make sure I get like I, I need to make sure I get over there. Like, how am I gonna make six thousand dollars? It less 15 days. I reached out to the Dean of Law at my University. I told him I had an opportunity to represent this university at the United Nations Secretary. And then he uh, um, and I asked him if it would be possible for the university to cover my flight. Oh no, to cover my um, application fee. And then they were like, yes of course, but we'll need you to do advertising for the youth. I'm like, that's what I'm good, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. They cover my application fee. The other one, now I need to find a way to cover my life. I reached out to my old high school. I said, I have an opportunity to present a student in the United State Quarter. Since I'm a past student of this school, I was wondering if it would be possible for you guys to support me. They're like, Of course, but we will need you to come back to school and then speak in front of the teachers, the parents, and the students. I went, I did, I got a standing ovation teacher told me I'd still talk too much, <laughs> told him I'm getting paid now, All Right. When the, when the moment was coming for f- to go to the UN headquarters, and this is why I told you, you know, um, everyone, everyone was so excited about me going to the UN, it's like, this guy with this UN you know, logo on it, mm. and you saw that image, it was inspirational, it was amazing, it's like, I need to know this guy, but in the back, everyone was so excited about going to the UN headquarters, I was too, like coming from where I have, I've never heard of a refugee kid going to the UN Headquarters. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I was more excited about the fact that I was finally going to a an and sandwich. Before I went, you know, I, I found out the, the weekday, like the weekday opening and closing time for the sandwich. Mm. I wrote it down on my phone. <coughs> and I also found out like on the location for, the location for, you know, where the sandwich was for my hotel. And I wrote it down on my phone. And also because it was winter in Australia, I'm a dumb kid, I'm retarded. Like it was winter in Australia, and I was like, you know what? If it's winter in Australia, it's probably winter in the US. Mm-hmm. And if it's winter there, I watch I watch you know, TV. it snows over in the US. I wanted to be prepared, so I, like I got a lot of um heavy clothing, I put it in the bag, and then I was ready. When I went on, when I caught the plane to fly to the United no, to fly to United States, mm-hmm. the flight was more than twenty-one hours. But in that 21 hours, like to go to New York, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep because I knew that if I close my eyes, I may wake up in my bed, finding out that everything was a dream. Dude, I've been having sour with cold water for more than a year, man. Do you know how crazy that is? I can't afford this for like 21 I have to stay awake. It's so good. Talking about a sandwich, do you know how, uh, yes, I could have went to Woolworths to like buy the ingredient for this sandwich. No, I needed to aid it from that place. And now I'm actually on the plane going there. Of course, I'm not going to sleep. When I landed in New York, to my surprise, the weather was really hard. I'm like, okay, this is weird. When I got, you know, when I got, by the time I got to my hotel, mm. it was 6.30, yeah. pm. And then the sandwich, I remember, it was closing at 9 p.m. and the nearest which which place was two hours away from a hotel.
1: Have a transport or
0: Driving? drive? In that moment I told myself it doesn't matter, I'm going to achieve my goal and I'm like you know what, what am I gonna do? I, I got an Uber. I've got an Uber, everyone's counting the minute when the, when the Uber's coming, I was counting the seconds. I needed the Uber to be. Here. I threw everything on my bed. I went outside waiting for the Uber. Mm. The Uber was gonna cost more than one hundred dollars. The sandwich was less than nine dollars. I don't care what happened. I'm going to achieve my dream. Oh wow! When like the Uber driver now we started driving more than an hour away, like more two hours, and then he's like, "Wait a second, the location. he says sandwich. Why are we going to this place two hours away?" I told him, he's like." This, I told him, it's like, I, I came all the way from Australia to eat us, he's like, you came all the way, he started laughing, man, this guy was like driving like this, man, he's like,
1: <laughs> was he's, like a blast.
0: he's like, I was head on in Kumago to White Castle for one night, but I've never seen someone fly internationally just to eat a sandwich, I'm like, but it's not just about a sandwich, mm-hmm. what I do is, you know, I, 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 I like what I do is, you know, with what I do, I have to show people that you have a dream. It doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what it is. Mm. You have to make sure you achieve it. Yeah. And then he just point to that. Yes. And then he's like, wow, that's true. And then he made me up and he's like, you know what? I'm going to drive you down. I'm gonna come and understand what you do. And then I'm gonna drive you back two hours for free. I wanna see you achieve your dream of any songs. Oh wow. He was excited. I was excited. We were both excited. We were driving there. It's like, you know, he was driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, I told him on the wrong side of the road, he's like, no, in Australia everything is on the wrong I'm like, no. We were driving, we were having fun, we were having a blast. Mm. And then, you know, we, we, the only thing I could see in my mind were the sandwiches. And then when I was when we were two minutes away from the sandwich place, mm. we found that the road that we were meant to use was closed. By this time it was eight forty six p.m. Eight forty six. So eight forty six. Now we had about fourteen minutes together. Together, and the road was closed. Two minutes, like two minutes driving together. I told this guy, it doesn't matter what happened. I'm going to achieve that sandwich. He's like, he's like, yes. We need to make sure. I got my camera. Out, I recorded everything. Are you? I, I continued recording the videos. You know, Even when I was there, I'm like, I'm going to ch- I need to record it. I got my camera, I got my phone. I told him that I'm, I was running for it. And he told me, go ahead. He will find a way to get there. And then when I do get there, tell them not to close because he's going to keep his commitment. And he's going to get it with me and then drive me back. For free. I'm like, yes. Got out the thing. I started running. My vision, like my phone, man. Like I could see the sandwich, man. Now I was running for this sandwich. Like within the 14 minutes left, mm. I was running my vision, like my, come on man, my eyes, my eyesight became blurry with tears but my vision was clearer than ever, I could see the words, I could see the sun in my mind mm-hmm. and I could also, like, the way i will be mounting on it, it's like, <laughs> and like, I could see the smoothie man, it's like the way i will be drinking wow. it like, oh my goodness, I was running for like when it was 200 meters, like 200 meters away, I saw the logo
2: mm.
0: I saw the logo, I saw the building, that light was on I'm like, oh my God, like, this is it. Dreams do come true in New York. I was like, that double must speed. Like, I had to beat using Bolt's because right? One was 100 meters away. Like, no one can tell me I can't do anything. I came all the way here to achieve, to eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm going to achieve my dream. When I was 50 meters away, you know, like, anything is possible. Like, I was 25 meters, I closed my eyes. <sighs> running 10 meters, five meters. 3, 2, 1, oh, I close my eyes and I said, "Whisper for the door, man. I pulled the door as hard as I could, and as I pulled the door, I was like... I go pulled back.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm like...
0: The door was... Uh, the door was locked. I'm like, no, I can't afford this. I went on the other side of the Oh... Wait a second. Where's everyone? I'm here. I could see the menu the sandwich on my screensaver man, mm. I could see, it's, it's right, I could see the pie, the smoothie, I could see, the light was on. The doors were locked. Where's everyone? I came all the way here, they, they, they need to be open. Mm. Where's everyone? And man, it was, the doors were locked, no one was there, the light was on. I could I could touch the logo man. That day, like, before I even went I had sour with cold water, man. I was prepared to, you know, like, have sour with like, cold water in the winter of America. Even if it was snow, I didn't care. I was going to achieve my dream. until like, but the door was closed. I told myself, look, I need to find an answer, yeah? I started going around the whole building. And on one side of the building, I found that that was highly not, not important. On one side of the non no report. It said that on summer break, we I thought it was What did I the I came in summer break, so you're telling me even by the time a plane landed, they we were good. No, I'm not I don't believe, I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna believe this man. I'm like no I need to find another answer. I went on the other side of the notice board. And you know, on the other side of the notice board says on Sundays we don't open. Only Monday. Oh the news is a day Many bad. Meaning I, I came on a Sunday. The only day they don't open, man, I did everything I could to eat this sandwich, and you're telling me they were closed? In that moment, I started going through the seven stages of grief. The first stage was denial. I was denying everything, man. I'm like, mm. the Uber driver came, I'm just go back in the car, I'll find you there. Did everything I could. You can't tell me I didn't do everything I could for more than a year. Someone would call water every single day to come to this place to find that they were closed was my screensaver, saver a sandwich. And then after just denying everything, like going through the seven stages of grief, through the seven stages, after I came to acceptance, I was like, to go but look, you know. At first, it was all about eating a sandwich it was at first it was just about you it was about you you know like having a spontaneous go to eat a sandwich in america you know having sour with cold water you know having like making money to come and eat a sandwich like writing down reflective words and reading books so you can make money to come in it was all about you to begin with but look where you are now it's not just about you anymore you know like where like your siblings look up to you like john people like you what you were messaging me is like I inspired you. At first it was but it wasn't about me anymore. Now, now on top of that, I didn't have speech impediment. I could speak properly. And my words, like everything I say, it can impact people. It doesn't matter what I say, people say it's, it's inspirational. And now, not only that, but I was now representing a whole continent at the United Nations headquarters in New York. Look, I, oh man, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this when I first entered, entered the General Assembly building, mm-hmm. you know, like that big hall, tears started coming down my eye, man. And I, I turned, I did a U turn. I turned around to walk outside, and as I turned, one of my friends who was next to me, he saw my tears, and he knew I was walking outside. And then he came and he walked me on the corner. I was like, why are you fired? I told him I'm not supposed to be here. But what do you mean? I'm not, I'm just a key for one of the deep camp. I've never heard of a kid from a, like where, where I come from, like where I was born, man. Everyone's dream is to go to one day, like to, to go to the United States. you're a refugee, that's their dream. Sixty-eight million refugees in the world, that's their dream to escape that place. Not only was I in the like United States, but in but in Brisbane where I live, everyone's dream is to one day go to New York. you know it's the city that never sleeps tell me someone who doesn't want to go to new york everyone's dream is to go to new york and not only was i in the united states not only was i in new york but now i was at the UN headquarters the place where the decisions which change our world like if something snaps if someone snaps a finger that says something changes the whole world this is the place where people like obama people like nelson like this is where they come what am I doing here? I'm just a kid, you know, like a kid who was bullied, a kid who got sent. Her. I'm not supposed to be here. I was crying. You know? This is your moment. Now go out there and then do what you do best. That's how I go to the UN,
1: And that's how you got to the UN.
0: That's how I go to the UN. But the thing is um up to today, because um this was this was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And when, when, like the day, like the day I got there was the only free day I had to eat a sandwich, you know? Meaning everything was so packed that I didn't get any opportunity to go back and eat a sandwich. And so it has been 2015, this is 2018. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, it has been over three years. And in that three years I still haven't eaten a sandwich. Meaning I still continue having sour cold every single day until today.
1: Until I achieve my dream, so you still having I still pictures. have a
0: with cold water. This morning I had shower with cold water. I'm not gonna stop until I achieve my dream, man. Eh? I'm not gonna stop. Wow.
1: But now, I know anyone who's listening to this, <coughs> they probably have one question on their mind. Why do you want to eat that sandwich?
0: Why do I want to eat the sandwich? Because I told myself I, I'm gonna do something. And if, I, and if you tell yourself, look, the truth is, you can lie to everyone in the world, yeah? man. Mm-hmm. Like, lying is easy. You can lie to literally everyone in the world, but there's one person you can't lie to, and that's yourself. I can't lie to myself. I told myself I'm gonna achieve this thing. I did tell myself that. I can't lie to myself. Even if you don't know it, even if I can't, like, dude. You said you were inspired by the things I, like the things I do, without even knowing the story behind it. You know, like everything. Yes, like yes, everything I do, which people say, like that's amazing. Like I don't even need to do anything anymore for people to say I inspire them. They can just watch the things I did in the past. They'll say it's inspired. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I can't lie to myself, man. I told myself I'm going to eat this sandwich. And I'm, I told myself I'm going to have with cold water every single day to eat it. And guess what? If I told myself I'm going to do something, I need to eat it, I need to do it. I told myself I'm going to eat a sandwich, it's, it's just a sandwich. But if I can, you know, like, if I can make a commitment to do, you know, just to eat a sandwich, fly internationally, to go eat a sandwich, and to go there, I'm the key. You ask me like what people wanted, like what, like what I want people to know me as. Oh, who was that? I told you, but now I'm the kid, you know, who decided to eat a sandwich in another in, in another country to who flew over there to find out that the sandwich place was closed. That's me. If I can do that, come on, man, it's a trap for you because you can't tell me you can't achieve your dream anymore. If I can fly, like yes, me studying in the bathroom, that's amazing. But me flying internationally to another country to eat a freaking sandwich, to only get there and find out the sandwich is closed, you can't tell me you can't achieve that. Look, what's your trip? Tell me it and then give me an excuse why you can't do it. You can't lie to me, man. Even if you lie to me, you can't lie to yourself. Yeah. If I fly all the way from here to go to there just to eat a sandwich, $9 sandwich, man. I thought I could go to Woolworths, I could go to Cause, I could buy the ingredients, I could make the sandwich. It may probably be even more healthier than, you know, like, the sandwiches they make over there. Because I don't know what they put, but I don't care. I told myself I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do whatever it takes, even if I have to have some cold water every single day. That's what I've been doing for the last three years. I'm going to achieve my dream. If you're wondering why, you know, I want to eat that sandwich better enough, it's because, you know, I'm keeping a covenant with myself. I told myself I'm going to do something. It's the only personal decision I've made because in life, everything, every decision is given to you for example like everyone's telling you what to do when you were born your parents tell you what to do you go to prep your teachers like you go to primary school your teachers tell you what to do you go to high school your teachers tell you what to do to go start off. you go to your uni your lectures tell you what to do if your answer is not in the checkbox it's, it's a cross yeah when you go when you go to like to work they tell, employees, you what you do. they tell you what to do do this and that if you don't do it they lay wow. you you're fired in our life, everyone's telling us what to do. But the question we, we never ask is, what do I want to do? Have you ever, like, just ask, well, what do I want to do? Like, make a personal decision. And for me, like, I'm uh, me being dumb, the only personal decision I made was, I want to eat a sandwich. I want to eat a sandwich. It's, it's the only personal decision I made. If, yes, if I can do you know, the things everyone's telling me to do, why can I do the thing that I wanna do? Why can't I invest my time in me?
1: Oh, wow.